are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Tuesday show for you. We're going to talk about last night's hometown date episodes. There are a few things that popped out to me. We're going to also talk about the next Bachelorette being charity. Looks like we got our answer last night on how this is going to go down. Uh, A little bit about what's going on this week. And maybe get to some Oscar talk. And we will get to that momentarily. As you know, this podcast brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today to challenge yourself. Go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Also, Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60 and use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, let's get started. Before we recap the episode and and give you my thoughts on it, I'm not going to go down all four well we'll go over all four hometowns and just point out some things that i found interesting what we um this time of year is obviously march madness i have my sports daily podcast coming out an hour from now but what i've always done on my regular website on the week of march madness two days after the nca tournament brackets are released I give you my free picks for people that don't want to go follow the sports daily. That's fine. I have my free picks for you today. And the two teams that I like in the first round the most, I had a good run there from 2017 to the 2021 tournament. I was five and zero. there was no tournament in 2020. So I gave two picks in 2021 that ended up winning. So I was five and zero from 2017 to 2021. Then last year I lost both. Yet there were other four other games that I gave you opinions on or said I was going I was looking at those games as well and those went three and one. So overall I went three and three, but the two that I said these are your official, whatever you want to call them, picks for the Reality Steve site, yeah, those went 0 and two. South Dakota State and Virginia Tech lost in the first round. However, if you did an eight point teaser, I went six and zero in the six games. So Neither here nor there. Anyway, I have the two picks out for you today, the two games I like the most, and I have four other games that I'm also going to be betting. And to nobody's surprise that follows me, they're all underdogs because we know underdogs are winning in the NCAA tournament. And if they win, it means you don't even need the points, but you'll take the points. I really like the two games the best. I'm just... Go uh, read the site today at realitysteve.com. It'll be up in a couple hours, and you'll have your your two picks. And if you're interested, and you know, if you're interested in filling out a bracket, and you want my opinions on it, obviously, I've I've had a few emails come my way about asking me in regards to helping with their bracket, and I I I don't like to be put in that position just because I don't want to get blamed if your bracket sucks. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm not good at picking brackets because I pick too many upsets. And while upsets do happen, when you pick too many, it can really throw off your bracket. The bottom line is, 
if you really want to know information about brackets and when you look at matchups, how do the 6-11 games do? How do the 4-13 games do? I've got a bunch of information about that stuff that I think is really helpful if you're just a novice and you're wanting to pick your bracket. It's in yesterday's, Monday's Sports Daily. So go download that and listen to it. It's filled with stuff like that for people filling out brackets. Yes, there's also talk on the gambling side and dealing with point spreads, but that has nothing to do with brackets. I do two kind of talk about two separate things in there, but just talking about basics like, you know, if you're going to pick a national champion, just know the last five national champions have all been one seeds. Does it mean this season is going to be a one seed that's going to win it all? There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee of anything, but that's something to maybe you file in the back of your head. Like, okay, five years in a row, a one seed has won the national championship. Maybe I stick with that. And then you got a one in four chance of being right. I actually got one in three because I'm telling you right now, Purdue's not winning the national championship. Also, a number two seed has not even reached the title game since 2016. Six years since a two seed has reached the title game. So you might want to store that in the back of your head. A five seed has never won the national championship. So keep that in the back of your head as well. So there's a lot of things that I put in there. This is probably the biggest one when you're picking your national champion, even though I went against my own advice since I filled out four brackets and one of them has UCLA winning it and one of them has Gonzaga, Gonzaga winning it. The last team to win the national championship that was located west of the Mississippi <laughs> was Arizona in 1997. 26 years since anybody, any team in the – I don't even know if it's west of the Mississippi, but I'll, I'll say it this way. No team in the mountain time zone or the Pacific time zone that resides in either of those time zones, any school that resides in the mountain time zone or the Pacific time zone has won a national championship since 1987 when Arizona did. So, again, yet here I am giving you all this information, and I filled out four brackets, and one of them has Gonzaga winning and one of them has UCLA winning. See? I even go against my own. Here's another one for you. A 10 seed has beaten the 7 seed in the first round at least once in 24 of the last 25 tournaments. So if you're picking upsets, you might want to pick a 10 over a 7 because it's probably going to happen. Which one? That's up to you. And you know what I've – anybody that's listened to the Daily Sports Daily over the last two months knows that I've given nothing but information about how bad Rick Barnes has been as a head coach in the NCAA tournament. He's the head coach now at Tennessee. He used to be at Texas. He was at Providence before that. He's just, no matter how good his teams have been, no matter how good of a seed they've been, he has been an abject failure come NCAA tournament time. And he's looking at, again, a four. He's a, he's a three seed. He's looking at a 14 seed. He's a 10.5 point favorite in round one against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. And if they win, they play the winner of Duke Oral Roberts. I tell you right now, Tennessee's not getting out of the first weekend, if not the first game. Again, Rick Barnes is going to be an abject failure come tournament time. I'm sorry I just spent seven minutes on that. My bad. Anyway, let's get going. What we found out last night from the previews for tonight's episode, which is the Women Tell All airing tonight, was exactly what I had told you. I said, look, the one thing I didn't know was I know that they had filmed Jesse telling Charity after they filmed the Women Tell All, after the audience had been sent home, I had I was told that Jesse filmed a segment telling Charity she was Bachelorette. 
but I didn't know if they were going to show it. I assumed they would, because what was the point of filming it if they weren't going to show it? We saw, and the previous for tonight's episode, yes, we're going to see Jesse go to Charity's room, dressing room, and tell her she is the Bachelorette. So we're getting that tonight, and then she'll be on GMA on Thursday. So the question I had posed over the weekend when I tweeted out, we know now that the Bachelorette is going to be on Thursday's episode of Good Morning America. It's just a matter of if they show us on Tuesday or if GMA is going to be their official quote-unquote announcement. Well, now we know. We're going to see it tonight. They're going to show us the women tell all, and then after the episode is over, Jesse's going to go to Charity's room and tell her she's the Bachelorette, something we've known for, you've known for a couple weeks now when I spoiled it. Now, with me leaving for Las Vegas tomorrow, obviously tomorrow's Daily Roundup and Sports Daily will be recorded later on tonight, so I'll be doing that at home. But both Thursday and Friday's Daily Roundup and subsequently the Sports Daily will be filmed, well, filmed, will be recorded on my phone in Las Vegas. I did this back in September. That was the last time uh, I had to record on my phone. And, and I did an episode. I have to kind of refresh my memory on how to do this. And I know how to record on my phone, but uploading it to my laptop and getting it to the site and all that stuff, um, it shouldn't take me long, but I'll remember how to do it. God forbid something goes wrong or something happens and I am totally blanking. Uh, There's an outside, outside, outside chance that no podcasts are released Thursday, Friday, but I I doubt that. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out again. What I do want to say, though, is that I think we're going to have the guys released on the Bachelorette Facebook page sometime either tomorrow, early tomorrow morning or early Thursday morning since Charity's filming from all accounts begins this weekend. I believe it begins on Sunday, either Saturday or Sunday. Don't know the exact day yet, but it won't be hard to figure out since I'm sure production will tweet about it. But I will say that, yeah, I'll be recording Thursday and Friday's daily roundup from Las Vegas. And since I'll be traveling, I'll be enjoying myself in Las Vegas. I'm probably not going to have my ears wide open to stuff going on in Bachelor Nation. I try and cut that out when I go on vacation. But I'm still going to put out a daily roundup. I'll I'll come up with what I can. Maybe I'll read some emails. I might do that. I might read some emails. If you want to send some emails in with questions, feel free. So I will produce one, but I'm just saying I don't think it's going to be chock full of Bachelor Nation content just because I'm not going to be kind of dialed into what's going on in Bachelor World uh, when I'm out there this weekend. All right, thoughts on last night. When this show started, we got something that we got in the very first episode, and that is Zach showering. We also got something this episode of last night's episode with Sean Lowe talking to Zach. And... You know, I've got no problem with Sean. Sean's been a former podcast guest on the show. Sean's a local Dallas guy. No issues with Sean. But he hasn't been on this show in such a long time, and then to put him on three different times this season, and if we're skipping ahead to the episode, the segment where he talks to Zach the morning of the rose ceremony in L.A., and he comes to the mansion and records with Zach, and all they did was recap exactly what we had just seen for the previous 90 minutes 
What was the point of that? I I know. I know that Sean Lowe is our only successful bachelor story. He's mar- he's the only bachelor that is married to the girl that he chose at the end. Ari and Jason are the only other bachelors that are even married to someone from this show. But they are married to the number 2 girl. Sean is the only one who's married to the woman that he chose at the end of filming. So I get that they like him as a success story. But one, they haven't used him in a while. And two, that segment could have been giving us more time at the hometown dates. Maybe more people wanted to see more of Gabby sticking her finger into a tree hole looking for warm, sticky stuff. <laughs> Maybe more people wanted to see Katie's hometown. Maybe more people wanted to see Charity's family. Maybe more people wanted to see Ariel and her brother grill Zach with questions. I don't know. But what I do know is this. That segment was pointless. Sean doesn't know any of these women. Sean tried to offer advice, but what advice can you offer as Sean in that situation? None. You don't know the women. You've never spoken to them. You've never clearly gone on dates with them. You're only going by what Zach tells you. And what did Sean even say? Like, man, I wish I could help you out here more. Like, Exactly. So what are you doing there? <laughs> like, and that's not Sean's fault. Sean got asked to do it. He agreed to do it. It's the show's fault for putting him in that situation. The guy literally told Zach, hey, I wish I could help you out here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why are we watching this? And they're going back and showing clips of stuff we just saw. It's not like they showed us new clips. We just watched this in the first 90 minutes. And here we go getting a refresher course. So dumb. So that was skipping to the end. Anyway, I made a reference to the maple syrup tree that happened when Zach went to Vermont with Gabby. And, <laughs> you know, the, the the sexual innuendos coming out of that one where they were talking about, you know, that hole and sticking their finger in it and it was warm and sticky. And it was just like, I, I can't. I just can't with these two. And I can't with this show. Really. I thought Gabby's hometown went well. She was very sad about it because she feels like she isn't opening enough up enough to Zach, which I get it. Some people just open up better on the show than others, but she felt she didn't. Now, the whole thing with the syrup. Look, I'm a straight. Just give me log cabin syrup. Let me pour, you know, whatever IHOP has in their little syrup containers. That's what I that's what I have. Just give me straight maple syrup. But apparently I'm like, oh, I don't know anything about syrup because I eat maple syrup. (laughs) And I'm not a, a, yeah, I'll admit it. I'm not a syrup connoisseur. The only syrup I've ever had in my life is the stuff that's got tons of sugar in it and, you know, corn syrup and fructose, whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever is on the table at the restaurants that I have my pancakes at or my Belgian waffle at, that's the syrup I eat. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, Who was next? Ariel? Yeah. So Ariel's date was just based around her brother grilling Zach. And, you know, he obviously doubts the whole process, which he should, because the process of this show is really ridiculous when you think about it. But when he's asking questions like, do you know Ariel's birthday? Do you know her middle name? It's like, no. 
Maybe he doesn't at this point, but clearly if he were to continue a relationship with her and eventually end up getting married to her, he would. So because Zach at this point where he still barely spent any time with a lot of these women and hey, when's your birthday and hey, what's your middle name probably isn't coming up in these conversations. Hell, if Zach did ask those questions, I'm sure the brother would have been pissed off that he didn't ask any more serious questions to Ariel. So I thought that was a real, I mean, I'm sure producers put him up to it, but I just thought that was pretty stupid of him to be like, you know, do you, if you don't even know her birthday and you don't know her middle name, it's like, of course he will if it mattered, which means if he ends up picking her in the end, of course he's going to remember her birthday and know it. And of course he'll remember her middle name. But um, we've seen worse brothers on the show, so I'm not too I, – I don't want to jump all over her brother. I already forgot. Oh, Bobby is his name. No need to jump all over him. We, he tried. He tried to play the villain role, but we've seen way worse by family members. Now, Charity's hometown was a quite the audition for Bachelorette because her family – was one of the more likable families we've ever seen. I mean, man, what a great family. What a great supportive family. Uh, the mother, the father, Nehemiah, the brother. I mean, I, I'm guaranteeing you're going to see people asking, when is Nehemiah going to be on The Bachelorette? Clearly, he's not going to be on next season. He's not going to want to date his sister. But I think a year from now, maybe people will be asking, when is Nehemiah going to be on uh, The Bachelorette? I thought it was interesting uh, when Charity went to go talk to her friends because I really was curious if those were the friends that were talking to all the Instagram accounts, feeding them information. Or is it the other group of friends? Ah, nothing here nor there. Um, and then Katie's was really heart-wrenching. They really tugged at your heartstrings on that one because her mother, you know, Katie's storyline is all about men in her life leaving her. That's... We've heard that for three or four episodes now. We heard it once again yesterday. And I mean, there really isn't much else to kind of share or go over. I mean, if you don't know by now, the spoiler is Zach is with Katie and they are together. They're engaged. Um, they're still together. In case any of you were wondering, I obviously would have reported if they weren't, but they are still together. And um, their her hometown date, I think, was a a way to possibly show to not make this season obvious. And I guess it was a way to just show that there may be something that holds her back and her fear of another guy in her life leaving her. Which, you know, certainly is a concern that she can have in her life as a woman who had a father leave and whose mother got a new boyfriend that stuck around until I think she said either eighth grade or high school. Can't remember. It's either eighth grade or senior year of high school. He left again and she's just had this abandonment issue. And uh, I'm sure that's it now. And then we got to the rose ceremony and, you know, charity eliminated. We'll see her on the hot seat tonight more of her bachelorette audition, but this was also done three weeks ago. So, or what, two and a half weeks ago, the 24th of, no, that's 24th, about 18 days ago. February 24th is when that was filmed. So 
yeah, you'll you'll see the announcement of her as Bachelorette and Jesse going into her dressing room. Now, the previews for the rest of the season, we've been under the impression that Zach took sex to be a very big thing and he didn't want to have it in the overnight dates. Clearly, it looks like he admitted that he did have it with somebody. Well, I mean, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure out he clearly had it with Katie. It's the one he picked. I can't imagine he had it with Gabby or Ariel and then doesn't have it with Katie, but then ends up picking Katie. I mean, well, could it could it be where? No, it's got to be Katie. Because he basically said he wasn't going. He, he went against his word. And. Um, yeah, I think it I definitely think it's Katie. It's got to be. You only got only three options here. So unless I unless I just misheard what they and the way it was presented on the episode preview. And maybe he went against his word with more than one woman or he went against his word just with one and he didn't want to have it with anybody. I don't know, but I got to believe it's Katie. So anyway, the column will be up in a couple hours. RealitySteve.com Sports Daily is up. Today's talks about some more things in regards to the NCAA tournament. It's all NCAA tournament talk today on the Sports Daily. But yesterday's Sports Daily is more along the lines of people who fill out brackets. If you want a lot of information on, you know, maybe teams to look at, maybe teams to avoid, the seedings play a big role in things. Just know how the 11-6 matchups happen and the 10-7s and the 3-14s and the 4-13s. Stuff like that. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. And we are back tomorrow with yet another daily roundup. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you!